this year, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. Pair your impressive skills with our advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Okay. This is episode 65. Nice. It, 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 all right. Um, so you guys just made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we're talking about, uh, we were actually talking about uh, my upcoming wedding and what people are going to wear. And then it, we got to talking about trucks, which if you don't, li if you only listen to this podcast and you don't listen to the F Face podcast, uh, you wouldn't know that I'm obsessed with a game called SnowRunner. Then I play with some friends, and uh, Gus was asking me like where I'm hauling logs. Yeah, where right were you? Now. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying, I was telling him I was in Tamir, Russia. That's the the map we're on. And somehow you guys conflated it to be that I'm in an Ender's Game situation. <laughs> yeah, I you're... think I'm playing a video game, but I'm really helping well, you said you're... the Russian military steal stuff from Ukraine. <laughs> you, said yeah. you're, you said you're taking grain out of Ukraine, and I, I think like, it really is. I mean, you're just <laughs> really was, you're driving joking. autonomous trucks. Yeah. It's, was... e it's either Ender's Game or Project X. And I'm not <laughs> I went with Ender's Game. <laughs> Wasn't there another movie recently, like a movie about a party called Project X? Oh, uh, yes. That, that, yeah, that was um, in maybe 2010. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. yeah. More recently than the other Project yeah. X. Yeah. Matthew Broderick about. and the Monkey did it first. <laughs> he did. Apple, Virgil. Dude. Apple. It's recent. Yeah, anyway, Apple welcome Virgil. to Anma. <laughs> <laughs> that was recent, right? Yeah, 13 I mean, the other one was pre-Cold War, or during the Cold War, I should say. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, it's a, a slightly different time. Uh, but this is episode 65. The monkeys were flying and dropping bombs on Russia. Great. Uh, last time we were at Coffee People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 80s were wild. Yeah. We talked about eradicating deer, Lance Armstrong, how Jason knew everyone, acquaintanceship bracelets, uh, <laughs> idea, ideosity, uh, sandwiches, and IMAX. So, but that was all last time. And now, uh, now that's this time. Oh, man. Um, we, we know someone who... God, we're like jumping all over. So we just recorded the other episode yesterday. Yeah, we're uh, we're, uh, we're, we're recording we're, up to get ready for my wedding and stuff. So there's two things I wanted to that I'm like flashing back to that we didn't get around to yesterday. Um, first of all, uh, we know someone who applied at uh, Idiosity and didn't get hired. Remember, uh, he made his resume to look like a Playboy centerfold thing with like stats and everything. It had his photo and it was like his likes, his dislikes. It was like a picture of a cat on it. You don't remember that? I it's, thought it was the best resume. Somebody ever. we know very well. Isn't yeah, it? it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do That's remember that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, it was like a great idea. Resume. Yeah. I was like, especially for that work. kind of company, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, huh. it, it didn't didn't work, but I thought it was a really cool resume. It's like turn ons, turn offs, and that's the kind of that's the kind of fucking uh, inventiveness and creativity that a place like Idea City needed. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to mention that we never got around to yesterday was um, shortly after we started taping, there was, like, another dude came and joined. Like, 
He didn't join us, but he sat like at the next table over. Yeah. Oh, he was like listening to music or something. He right? was listening to music singing, and along. singing along. I don't know if it came across in the in the recording at all. Yeah, I think I don't think it probably got picked up. But boy, he was listening to music on his and phone and having a good time. I you, thought- all, you all couldn't see it because you. The way we were seated, your backs were kind of to him, and uh-huh. he was more in my line of view. Yeah. After a while, as he was singing, he took his shoes and socks off and started rubbing his feet. Uh, I was like, man, I don't know if I keep doing this podcast right now. It was, a, well, it when was I, gnarly. When I saw him walk up, I thought I clocked him as potentially like maybe uh, homeless, but he had what looked like a, a, a lunch from Whole Foods, and that shit ain't cheap. Yeah. And then he was listening to music on a like an iPhone, so I, th- I think maybe he was just uh, just a Old Austin dude. Yep. Yeah, he um, just a foot massage at a park bench in front of people kind of guy. He didn't have. I think he forgot to grab a fork to eat his food because <laughs> he start. He like tore off a piece of the cardboard from the container and started oh scooping the food out of the container and eating it that way. Dude, that guy was a whole fucking scene. <laughs> it was. There was a, behind you. It was a. I, I couldn't stop looking at it. It was, dude, it was you, all going on. You maintained excellent composure because we had no there, idea. There, there was a pause at one point. When yep. I think when he took his shoes off, and I was just like, I was fixated. I couldn't. I couldn't. Bring myself back. To I the feel podcast. like we met eyes about it one time, yeah. and it was like well, I don't know what this is. <laughs> but well, I, uh, but I, today, double trouble. I don't want to make you jealous. You got it. But uh, you can't see it, but because behind you, 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 you got I have great view of a woman who appears to be working on a spreadsheet. Oh, while uh, drinking her coffee. That's, uh, so, that's, that's pretty, much more mundane. If she gets insane. her feet out, text Gavin. Uh, we're uh, <laughs> we're at Double Trouble, which is over on North Loop. It's not too far from Epic, which was one of our first, or Epoch, which was one of our first episodes. This is a brand new spot. Is that Relatively what you were saying? Been yeah. around maybe three months. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they. So even though it's a coffee shop called Double Trouble, they serve Barrett's beans, which Barrett's is right down the road. Like Barrett's is, you could probably it's bike Lamar there from here. Justin, really close. right? Yeah. yeah. St. Yeah. John's? St. John's. St. John's. St. John's. Uh, you can't see it from here, but where it says Leo's River back there, if you walk around there, there's a little, like, kid's playground area that is so fucking cute and adorable, and it's all, like, oh. blocked in. So you can just, like... This is one of those places... If you see it from the street, it's on North Loop. It doesn't look like much. No. Uh, it's a cool logo. It's, like, uh, fists with double trouble, type, like, tattooed on the knuckles. But then you come back, and there's a huge courtyard. I came here for the first time on a Saturday. I've not been here. This is, I think, my fourth time here. Uh... I came here on a Saturday, and there were a bunch of stalls all around this back, these back walls, and people were selling huh. jewelry and clothes really? and shit, like a little Saturday fair market kind of thing. This is a, a big, like, outdoor seating area. Yeah, and there's, like, bands that play over there. It's this, really nice. This oh. feels like a big weekend hangout spot. Yeah. It was and, packed. And you can tell that it's a really popular place uh, because there are three parking spots out front and then none anywhere else. So you know it's awesome. All the, and all the neighboring businesses say no coffee shop parking. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, and uh, really and uh, the people that have lived here probably for years around the corner are going fucking goddamn. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, like I said, we're right by where we did a previous episode. But from here I can see the new uh, We Love Video and Workhorse. This workhorse bar right across the street, that's, that used to be the parlor. Yeah, that was the original location of the parlor. Yeah, and I think we mentioned the parlor in the episode we did over by where the draft house is. Yeah, yes. yeah, we did. So parlor used to be here. Uh, Punk we, Rock Pizza Bar. Yeah. We Love Video used to be a vintage store. Well, I Love Video used to be a movie store over on airport right. that closed. And I, this is like the revival. It's We Love Video, and that used to be a vintage store. And I think that vintage store is over on Lamar and like 51st You're now. right. You're right. Or there, there's like There has been this little area of North Loop, if you're familiar with Austin or not familiar with Austin, has, has just been uh, like a, 
a rotation of vintage shops over yes. the last like fifteen. Well, because well, the, room, the entire time I've been here, because right? room service is right over here, which yeah, is like which is I bought a sofa from there. I was the side of a sofa in my house I bought from room service. I was thinking about that the other day. One of the best sofas I've ever owned. Ne- across the street next to Workhorse is a place called, I think it's called Tigris. And then next yep. to that, there was, I don't think it's there anymore. I think it's something else. There was a little goth, like, clothing store or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bloody Rose. Yeah, maybe? Yeah, bl- yeah, yeah, Bloody Rose. And uh, I had a friend that was in town, and we went there one time, and it was a great place to buy leather bracelets or plasmatics T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Get your Windy O. Williams stuff. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So that place, Workhorse, is a bar, I feel like I should say, because we've talked about it, but we didn't say yeah. what it is. And they have burgers and stuff, and yeah. it's pretty good. When I lived, when when I was doing some renovation, and Gavin and I lived a couple blocks from here yeah. for about a year. Over by the Will Ferrell mural. Over by the Will Ferrell mural. Mm-hmm. That's right. I lived over there. I would walk on Sundays. I would get up. Uh, it was like my my ritual I had all by myself without Millie or my ex-wife or Gavin or anybody. We all lived together and our friend Patricia. I would walk over here at like 2 p.m. on a Sunday and I would sit at workhorse and they would always have football on in the fall. And I would drink like three beers and watch whatever was on yeah. until I finished my third beer and then I would walk home. And it was like the most peaceful Really? I still, I don't miss the alcohol part, but I still miss that little ritual I yeah, had because I did it for a long mentally, time. Mentally, like when you say that, it seems far, but now that I think about it, it's only like 10 blocks it's down a, the road. It's a 20-minute walk yeah. through a gorge, one of the prettiest neighborhoods in Austin yeah, in the fall when football's on. It's just beautiful. It's like right now, right? Like, Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah the, th- the three weeks of fall that we get. <laughs> I saw somebody said that like fall, like we're at like the end of fall and winter is coming up, and I was like... No, that can't be right. And I looked, and fall started at the end of September. Yeah. Yeah, but the high is 84 today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're in the morning in the shade, so it's great. It's awesome. We, as, for as much as we bitched about the 100-degree days, we should definitely enjoy these pleasant days while we can. These are our reward. Yeah. For what we went through. I, man, so I don't know if you all get this thing, but, you know, the local elect- electricity providers, Austin Energy, if you live here. Yeah. And, uh... They love sending these emails. I get them once a week. That's like, you used X amount more yeah. or less electricity yeah, every, yeah. you know, than last week. It's like, yeah, no shit. It's 100 degrees this week. It was, yeah. it was 80 degrees last week. Of course I used more. Stop trying to scare me. Yeah, I, I, I know. Have, hey, how about you correlate this with the fucking temperature outside? Uh-huh. It's so annoying. It's like, here you are compared to your neighbors. You're ranked number whatever. That's, that's the part. I don't mind them telling me what I used. I hate when they rank me against my yeah. neighbors. I'm better than my neighbors. You don't have to put it in numbers. Yeah. I know it. It's fine. <laughs> it's clear. Look yeah. at me. Uh, should, should we talk about We Love Video? So yeah, it's, over there? it's right there. Because they are uh, the people that run that place. They went to RTX. I met one of the dudes at RTX, yeah. and they're uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say like they're like, I don't know if they're like Rooster Teeth community members, but they're definitely Rooster Teeth aware. Yeah. And I think that they have a it's just a video uh, lending library, right? Right. Yeah. 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 They have like they know us well enough to have a copy of the tuxedo at, at the front. <laughs> yeah, it's like a VHS copy of the tuxedo because of like by the register out front, which is so fucking cool. Uh, it's a it's a it's a cool place. I mean, I love video. Was we think we've talked about it before. Video store around for many many years. Uh, I think it was. It suffered because of streaming, and then you know I think the pandemic kind of put a, a nail in the coffin. I was uh, I was always over a, a Vulcan. Guy. I was I was, I was always more of a Vulcan guy myself. I think yeah. because of you, I was more yeah. of a Vulcan guy too. But I mean, I went to I Love Video every now I did and too. then. I did too. Uh, and now they're back here as We Love Video. Yeah. But like they were in a spot that became so expensive. Yes, that that and that airport, spot was Austin. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, on on airport where they were was I used to live right over there, and it was like. What a cool thing to walk to. Yeah. And then with the, the big it, slacker mural yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then immediately it was like, oh, we're closing down. By the way, this new thing's getting built. And they put in like Lazarus Brewing. Yeah. And it is huge. Yeah. And you're like, 
Oh, that's what this. That's got it. Okay, I get what they're doing here. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to Lazarus no. Brewing. I haven't been to that location. I haven't that's been their to second. that one. Yeah, I've, I've though there's one on uh, East Six near yep. the Sixth Street Cool Store, mm-hmm. or what used to be the Sixth Street Cool Store. Uh, really, really good tacos. I, that I went there with. Uh, I went there with uh, some friends a long time ago. Got the tacos and some coffee, and it was like. If I lived by it, I'd go all the time. When I was getting sober, that was my morning place. I would really? go there every morning and get two tacos and uh, iced coffee. Or I don't think I was drinking iced coffee yet, so I was drinking just black coffee. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my spot. Man, I haven't been back in years and years and years, but I probably went there forty times in a in like two years. Have you been over to the um, speaking of going back? Have you been over to the new Wheel of Video location? No. I went, I went a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? How is it? Yeah, it's nice. It's uh, They got a lot of stuff. It's weird. Uh, I can't remember the last time I walked into a video rental store. Uh, so it's it's kind of weird walking and be like, oh, right, this is how we used to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then like walking around being like, oh, here's like the sci-fi movies and they're all alphabetized. <laughs> it's uh, or whatever, you know, genre. It's, it's, it, it's strange. I mean, I'm so conditioned now to like scrolling endlessly through whatever video streaming platform you're looking at. Whereas here, it's just like, oh, uh, here's a... I, I, I have an idea what I'm looking for. There it's, it is, right there. It's super charming, it, it, isn't it? Like, I went to uh, I went to the last Blockbuster on, in Bend, Oregon a couple mm-hmm. years ago. I think it's still open. I think it turned into, like, an Airbnb or something, but mm. I think it's still open. Anyway, Emily's parents used to live up there, so we went... Uh, in the pre-Michigan days, we went up there, and it, is, it was such an odd nostalgia hit to walk in and there's like all the section with the candy and then you go back and yeah you can like in the span of two seconds with your eyes you can scan eight minutes worth of scrolling in Netflix yeah like it's it's such a faster way to do it I mean I understand that there's the the getting off your couch and getting in your car right. and driving to a place and spending gas and time but it uh I really I I would be lying if I said I didn't miss it a but, little bit I mean yeah I mean it's like nostalgia also right like I think the the thing that always sucked for me the most was when you're done, like, oh, great, now i got to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> it was always the taking oh, yeah. it back that was, like, the worst part. Like, i got to go out of my way. To t- I don't, I'm, not, you, I'm not getting anything. I'm just it's true. not paying a late fee now. It's true. I think I've just, as I've gotten older and I've slowed down a little bit, I've learned to appreciate things that took a little more time, mm. just in general, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so they have, you know, VHS, like you mentioned, they have the tuxedo on VHS yeah. uh, on display. And it got me really wondering, like, how many VCRs are left operational in the world? And, like, nobody makes VCRs anymore, right? Like, they don't make v- new VHS tapes. So is that, like, there's going to be a point at which the last VCR breaks <laughs> and, you know, nobody's going to fix it's it. kind of like your Tesla. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, I mean, are they making, I, are, is there not one place that's making a, yeah, you're probably right. No, they're done making, they don't make VHS, like new movies don't release on VHS anymore. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it is a dying industry, it's something that was like ubiquitous, it was everywhere, I, and it's just gonna go away. I wonder if it's one of those things that will come in vogue again, like how they're making Polaroid film again, you know? <sighs> or, or like... Cassette tapes are popular. Like, be- I don't know if you know this, but like my friend Bat Dog, uh, he the guy I truck with, he collects cassette tapes, and it's a huge market. And he does album covers for bands and stuff. He's an artist, and he does. He's doing an album cover right now. The album is only coming out on cassette. Mm. Wow. But but that is niche, right? I mean, that's not like mainstream. You're not going to go. It's niche, but I mean, so's Rooster Teeth. 
I mean, it's yeah. it's niche in the way that vinyl was niche. Yeah. I remember when no one was doing anything with vinyl, and then all of a sudden it Dude, if you back. go to Target right now, the vinyl section is bigger than the so, CD section. So it's cassette is niche in that way, like the beginnings of vinyl coming back. Yeah. I mean, you say also suck shit. Cassettes fucking suck. Yeah, say cassettes or sound like shit. Yeah, vinyl sells more than CD. It's kind of. I just say sells more. This, I'm just saying, like, if you go bigger, to a, it's, if it's, you go to Target, you're going to see more. Well, they're bigger. records than CDs. I think they have more. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> they're they I take understand more space. they're larger. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude! It's not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're, they're bigger. Oh that's what we're, dude, that's the argument we're trying to make. Oh, <laughs> well, they're gonna, I'm just what? saying. Right, right, of dude, course, it's going to take more space. That's not that's we're not, we're not even close <laughs> to what anybody was saying. <laughs> but it's true. Why are you and, being? And then and then think about it. Cassettes even smaller. <laughs> yeah, so it would be it would be crazy if that took more space. <laughs> Unless they use the big packaging like they used to have, where it's all huge. This is, this is the dumbest fucking You're episode so fucking of the show. <laughs> I'm just saying, you gotta ben, think about speaking, it. Speaking of packaging, uh, I watched Defending Your Life the other day for the first time ever. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's a Meryl Streep, Albert Brooks film. Okay. Came out in, I guess, the late 80s in like the height of Albert Brooks's fame. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a dude goes to heaven. Well, he thinks he, he gets hit by a car and he thinks he's going to heaven, but what he really does is he goes to a place called Judgment City. And Judgment City is kind of like purgatory, but you it, it basically what happens is you get a lawyer and then there's a lawyer for the universe and then they have a case <laughs> where they go over your life mm. to determine if you're uh where you're going worthy to move forward. Gotcha. If there, there's no heaven or hell in this. It's like you move further into the universe if you're too dumb, you have to go back and be reincarnated and live a life again until you get enough shit right to gotcha. move forward, right? And so just a very funny movie of Albert Brooks uh, trying to defend his life and his decisions. But early on, he buys like a BMW and it's got a CD player in it. So this is when it's a big deal to have a CD player in a car and it's like yeah. a, a kind of a joke. And the guy gives him a bunch of <laughs> CDs. And I had forgotten that CDs used to come in these long yeah. cardboard packages that were a little bit wider than a CD, but like three times the length of a CD. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like it was it was like basically if you folded a record up around a CD like a record cover yeah. around a CD it was so much cardboard. Yeah. You know why they did that? Theft, right? Well, cuz records are bigger than CDs. Oh my god. They wanted you to make sure you saw it. You were used to looking at a big package you, to buy you, music. Can you kill him? This is your co-host. This is your friend, man. <laughs> You're going to make him eat hamburgers? This they, is going to be a whole thing. They, they only did that for like a year. Or like the first couple of your CDs were out. I think they needed mm-hmm. to get people's attention um, yeah. to like try to buy this new kind of music or this new format for music distribution. I remember watching that slowly go away. Or actually pretty quickly go away. But like I, I remember I think L7 was the last album I bought, or the last CD I bought that had the packaging on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember, cause I remember seeing it and thinking it, still, it was weird that it still had it. I don't I think it. I ever bought a CD. I didn't have a CD player when that was still going on. I don't think I ever bought a CD that had the big packaging like that. I remember seeing it in the store. We, we didn't have those big city CD players we'll out put on the some, border. We'll put some pictures on the Instagram for those of you that are under 45. <laughs> so you can understand what we're talking about. <laughs> it, it sounds the pa- Packaging was st- just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was just well. You stupid. even did it like like I mentioned. They even did it with cassettes for a while. Cassettes yeah. had like that, big, and they also had that big plastic thing for theft. I think that's mm-hmm. what you're thinking about. Oh so my like, god! You couldn't just stick it in your uh, pocket, and you'd have to like take you, the giant plastic thing to the register, and they would take it out. Remember, you'd walk around in the record store with holding the yep. other end and swinging it. Yeah, it was like 12 inches long with a tape at the end of it. Do, do you remember also? They would have that thing where 
They would put, you know, if they if the tapes weren't in that giant plastic thing, they would put them like all lined up on a wall, like alphabetically, uh, and there was plastic, like hard plastic yes. over it, and there was like a small hole you could stick your hand in, yeah. grab a grab a cassette, look at it, and see if it's the one you wanted, like flip it over, see what the tracks were, put it back, and then when you were finally ready to buy one, you'd call them over, they'd have the key, they'd unlock it, and take you to the register. What a what a stupid system! <laughs> what a pain in the ass! Really. I, I, I sound like my they grandfather complaining about something. Dude, I went to a I went to a fiesta the other day, and uh, they do that with Tide there. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's all like now all the Tide was like locked behind plastic, and you had to like get somebody to come oh out and God. unlock it for you. I guess it must be a high theft item. Tide? Yeah, weird. I don't know. Huh? Well, it's expensive. So I, it's like, pretty yeah, expensive. Yeah. Tide pods, yeah. Uh, it was pods. They're delicious, too. Yeah, keep fucking eating them, man. Yum, yum, yum. Cheaper than snacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should talk about the spot a little bit. Uh, we can talk about the coffee and everything, too, but, like, I mean, we're, like, 20 minutes in, but really, I'm so interested in this area. We were talking about North Loop being kind of, like, a high turnover place or whatever. What other places were around here? Like, is this an well, area you guys came to? I mean, I, I assume you didn't come to a lot because we were making fun of a friend that lived over by where... Home slice is now. You'd be like, "Oh, I uh, want to drive all the way up there." Like yeah, that, years, was, that years was like years ago. Er, early, early. After a while, it, we started. I started coming over here a little more often. When the parlor was here, we would come here. Came here a ton, very regularly. I used to go. To, I went to Workhorse a lot. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, the parlor a lot. I've been to room service one million times. Like yeah. I said, I have a sofa in my bedroom from room service. Uh, there's another bar right over there that's kind of nice. Oh, Drinkwell. Drinkwell. Yeah. Went to there that's, a little I bit. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's newer than this other stuff. Yes, a little newer. Um, uh, there's a place across the street called Big Bertha's, yeah. which I think is the worst name for a for a clothing antique store. I've never been there. Go in there, you will be blown away. You think it's just like an old vintage shop yeah. where you're going to get like a fucking Giggum shirt for $30 yeah. or a Willie Nelson t-shirt? Uh, everything in there is like... Vintage Louis Vuitton, oh, weird. vintage like Gucci, Chanel. It's very expensive in that place. Really, the, the the name of the store does no justice to what they have inside. It is incredible. I just well it was like a whatever. Now very expensive, store. very oh. expensive in there. Really nice stuff. Bertha's got a uh, expensive taste. She does. Jesus, wow. Big dollar, big dollar Bertha. They had to abbreviate it. They big money Bertha. Yeah, on the on the sign. Um, th- but this place specifically where we're at, double trouble. Mm-hmm. Used to uh, be Farrah's, this, yeah, right? this used to be a Mediterranean place called Farrah's, which I never went to. No, nope. I don't know never why. Did. Uh, it was never open. Yeah, I think it was like a nighttime dinner. It, it was always place. open at weird hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was here for a long time. Supposedly very good. Yeah, um, never never got a chance to check it out. I don't know why, but I guess it's weird hours. Just never over here. Um, then of course Epoch down the road. Mm. Been there many times. It's also vintage stores over there too next to Epoch. Yeah. You mentioned a bar Tigress yeah. right across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tigress is where I took Emily on her first date. Oh, is that right? Yeah, even though I was sober at the po- at that oh, point. that's cool. Uh, I, so she could have a cocktail. Uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're ever in Austin, you want to have an awesome experience at a quiet, tucked away, very well curated bar. There's a lady that works in there. There's like maybe eight seats in all mm-hmm. of Tigress. I haven't been there in six years, so it could have changed. Yeah. But there's like maybe eight to ten seats in all of Tigress. It's very small. And they make like two cocktails a day. Yeah. And she's like, this is what we're serving today. And it's the the lady just makes them very meticulously in front of you. She's like a genius. She's like a uh, an alcohol wizard. And she makes these wonderful drinks. And then you just sit in there and just soak up the vibe. It's an awesome, awesome place. It was one of the first bars I ever went to when I was here. I stayed, really? I stayed with Jordan Swears. And uh, him and his, his now wife were like... 
Oh, we're going to take you to this bar. Let's check this place out. Let's go to Tigris. And I was like, okay. And it was so, I'd never been to like this part of Austin, driving through all this stuff or whatever, and then going to that place. And I was just like, what the, f like, where the fuck am I? I've only ever been like the downtown. You know what I mean? If you're ever wondering, like, if you're not from Austin and you're trying to get a handle on, on what this area is, mm -hmm. it is very much like a corridor that goes east to west that begins. I would say like the vintage antique yep. zone of Austin yeah. and you go through North Loop and there's a ton and then you North Loop runs into Burnett and then you can go south or north on Burnett and there'll be another 20 antique stores or vintage stores up and down those that road. Just, just come right on down, drive by the cemetery, grab a cool old shirt, yeah. and a cup of coffee and a cocktail. It's just there's very like Oh, Monkey Wrench Books as oh, well. Oh yeah, it's right over there. I should say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a like an anarchist uh, anti-establishment bookstore. They have like a zine library. If you want to go get like stock up on Howard Zinn, that's the place to go. Uh, it's a really interesting place. We have a friend that used to work there. Yeah. Forbidden Fruits right over there. Forbidden Fruits right over there if you want to get a, a, a legally purchased dildo. What? <laughs> they used to be illegal in yeah. Texas for a while. Texas, it was a weird thing. Had they a bunch of fucking weird assholes. Well, Still does. Well, you, yeah. luck, luckily, they really got their act together here yeah, in Texas. I, uh... You got it all figured out. This episode of Anma is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. It's only natural to feel some sadness or anxiety as we near the end of the year and, of course, the holiday season. But adding something new and positive to your life like therapy can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything that's going on. It's also a helpful environment to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option that's convenient, flexible, and entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can easily switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Anima today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Anima. One more time, BetterHelp.com slash Anima. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some dark magic from your eccentric neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy to, and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial. It's designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, gives your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your bad habit. And you gotta try the new Solano Fume. It's made with premium walnut barrel and an onyx-coated mouthpiece that has a slightly softer finish. Start the holidays off with a good habit by going to tryfume.com anma and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 20% off until December 1st when they use the code ANMA uh, to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Sleep is one of the most universal human experiences there is. It takes up about a third of our lives, and a good night's sleep can seriously improve your day. Poor sleep, on the other hand, can cause mood swings, poor mental health, and lower productivity, and sleeping less than six to seven hours per night is linked to a reduced white blood cell count. Luckily, Beam's Dream Powder, which includes all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, melatonin, and nano-CBD, is a healthy hot cocoa for better sleep, so you can wake up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. 
And today, our listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar, now available in delicious seasonal flavors like cinnamon cacao, sea salt caramel, and white chocolate peppermint. Better sleep has never tasted better, plus a recent clinical study revealed Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed, and 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. All you have to do is mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir or froth, and enjoy before bedtime. I like making it. It's uh, something... Uh, especially, I, I don't know about you now, This uh, as it's getting a little colder in the year, uh, having something warm before bed is really relaxing on top of the fact that Beam Dream tastes great, seems to work great. It's, I don't know, like part, it's, it's easy to incorporate into like a nighttime chill out, relax routine. Uh, if you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash anima. The discount is auto-applied on checkout, no code necessary. That's shopbeam.com slash anma for up to 50% off. I uh, tried to renew my driver's license yesterday. How'd it go? Not well. Why? What do you mean not well? So I tried to do it online, uh, and they is, were like... Is it expired? No, it expires okay. uh, in February. Okay. But uh, they like, can't do it online. And I know everyone always bitches that it takes forever to get an appointment, so I was like, I'm going to take care of this early. Why couldn't you do it online? They just told me I couldn't do it online. Okay. Um, you need a new picture? I guess so. I think every once in a while they want to see you in person. Yeah. So, uh, like, just check up on you. See yeah. how you're looking. Month, month and a half ago, I got the alert. So, I made an appointment. Appointment was yesterday. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Show up at my appointment. They have, you know, you walk in, pull a number, fill out a little paperwork, wait, like, even though you have an appointment, wait half an hour. Uh, they call me up and they're like, okay. I'm like, here's my form. Here, there's, she, the woman's like, where's your license? Here's my license. She's like, okay. Uh, where's your proof of uh, legal status? What like, that mean? like what? She goes, oh, you know, like your birth certificate or your passport or something. I was like, well, I don't have that. She's like, oh yeah, uh, since 2019, if you're renewing your license uh, in person, we need to see your like proof of legal status in the United States. It's like, well, I was like, well, I'm, I was born here in Austin. <laughs> you have it. It's my driver's license. Yeah, that's one of you. And she's like, nah, that doesn't count. Uh, she's like, well, don't, she's like, don't worry, we'll uh, we'll just reschedule. You can come back. I'll I'll get you the next available appointment. I was like, hey, cool, cool, no big deal. Uh, she's like, how does uh, December 8th work for you? I was like. All right, it's fine. Like I said, it doesn't expire till February. That's why I'm getting ahead of it. Yeah. Like, all right, that's fine. A month, one, next appointment, a month away. Yeah, it's cool. No big deal. So I got to get my fucking birth certificate or passport or some shit to uh, renew my driver's license for some reason. Do you think that's why they wanted to see you in person? That's, just, ha- just have a look and that's go. That's probably why. Let me, uh, let me see that documentation. Yeah. Gustavo, a little ethnic sound in there. <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> this is a little. Did they put you in the Sorolla bucket? <laughs> and they're like, that sounds pretty fucking shitty dude yeah so uh so um, i'm i'm this is a cautionary tale for you guys if you need to when when you need to renew your license uh jeff with a g is a little ethnic sounding too so just give me yeah. a heads up yeah. uh i guess anyone listening in the state of texas you may have to uh to do that at some point i'm good until 2031 oh you're set yeah you'll be dead by then yeah oh good <laughs> yeah that that is, that is the one nice thing the licenses are good for a long time It'll be hopefully uh, good for a lot longer than I live in Austin. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, man, what a what a pain in the ass uh, that whole process is. And I, I only mention that because that is Austin related. <laughs> I just had to renew my registration. Same kind of thing. I couldn't renew it online. Vehicle registration. Vehicle registration. Couldn't renew it online. There used to be a drive-through over on airport where you yeah. could just drive through. That's closed down. You can only do it by going in person. Cool. Over on, on Cameron Road, so I had to go do the like it was nineteen ninety-seven again. Yeah. You know, I was trying to pay my cable bill. It was fucking <laughs> annoying. That's crazy. 
That's, that's funny you say that. I, mean, I have memories like of being a kid going with my mom to pay like the cable bill. Like at a drive through at mm-hmm. the uh-huh. like the cable building downtown. Like what a fucking stupid way to do things. Like, oh, today's the day we're going to drive around town and go to all the places and pay our bills. I'm so happy that ended right as I became an adult. I had probably Man. three years of it. Like yeah. when I lived in Colleen in the army, there was a day every month I'd go and I'd pay the gas bill and then I would go drive to pay the electric bill and then you would pay your car insurance and you just fucking go around town going to buildings and yeah. standing in yeah. line just to give people money. Yeah, and, but I will and it say... it seems so normal, by the I, way. I, there is something I hate about <laughs> paying our bills online now. Specifically, the gas bill here in Austin. Okay. Anytime you pay your fucking gas bill, they're like, oh, that's a three ninety five convenience fee uh, on top of so it. So convenient. Like, I mean, I'm glad I don't have to drive and go do this in person, but three ninety five, really? Uh-huh. Also, it's like, even if you don't use any gas, all the service charges every month, you're paying a minimum $25. Yep. Go, uh, go pay it in person. Say I'm keeping the three ninety five. <sighs> yeah. That'll I should. Yeah, give Dale, them a check. You'll go to Texas Gas Service and they'll go, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm here to pay my bill. I don't <laughs> want to pay the online. convenience fee. And they're like, we don't, we haven't taken money in person in 15 years. Yeah. We don't know yeah, how to write do a it. check. <laughs> God. That's a great idea. Do you have a checkbook? Do either of you have a checkbook? Absolutely. No. Yeah, I do too. I was wondering if like where the cutoff was. I don't. I used to. Like, year, what if you have to write a check? When do I do that? I had to write a check recently. What do I have to write a check for? I go to the bank I ha- and I say, hey... I need a check for this amount. And they go, okay. And then I've done that once this year. Don't think it all last year. The year before I had to go to the bank, I think, two times. Wow. I I bet I write five checks a year, probably. Really? Yeah. I write about 15 to 20. Really? Yeah. I, I definitely write a few. What are you writing them for? Uh, like HOA dues. Yeah. I had to write a check for, I think I had to write a check for my Windows. When I got my windows fixed. Pay the guy cash. They get it done a little bit faster. <laughs> cash in hand. A little, a little bit of cash. Uh, $3,300 and $2,600. <laughs> a, little, a little faster. I had to pay some wedding stuff in, ca- in check. Really? Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. I yeah. think when... I feel like just dealing with government stuff, it had to be checked. But no, even that, I had to you do don't, it was card. You don't write card. a check to the IRS? I have a guy. He writes it for you? Don't worry about where my money goes. Thirty-three hundred, huh? Or like twenty? How about twenty-six hundred? <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about what happens. The United States money. Department of Treasury. Hmm, let's, uh, let's talk here. Let's I got some cash. You need some cash. <laughs> let's work it out. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I, I'm glad to see it going away. Do you remember in? Did you have to take check writing in school? No. Like it was a part of general math one year. We what? had to learn how to write checks and balance a budget. I was in like maybe I, eighth grade or ninth grade. That yeah. actually sounds useful. I, I wish yeah. they would teach. I didn't mind like it. That. I did. That's how I learned how to balance my checkbook. I did that in like sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. I want to say I did it in ninth grade, like idiot math. Huh? Hmm. My, yeah. my parents taught me how to do it. Hmm. I figured that's how everyone <laughs> learned. Well, not everybody gets to grow up with such a healthy, dyna- you know, <laughs> yeah. mom just, and dad together. Yeah. Just like I got to learn about the birds and the bees. <laughs> That's why your mom and dad showing you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, son, get a load of this. <laughs> oh, no. we're, about to, we're about to make your sister. <laughs> uh, it, the, it's the thing you see now. You're talking about, you know, the checks, checkbooks going away, whatever. It's the same when people go like, ha, these kids don't even know how to like write a letter. And it's like, or like mail a letter. And it's like, how often do you fucking mail a letter? The thing I've been seeing online is uh, Taylor Swift's new album came out. It's on a CD. And it's these girls who are probably like 11 trying to figure out how to like how to play it opening the case Mm. and like how to get it out and like the thing to put it in and how it works and which side is up and down. 
And then it's people like it's like their parents like filming it like haha they don't know how to use like a CD and I guess that's the the novelty of like this thing that was so <laughs> everywhere for me yeah. they don't know how to do it it's like right a thing you didn't teach them they don't know how to do that's crazy uh, but that's just technology yeah, yeah. Uh, like, give them a cassette <clears throat> they don't know how to fucking use that either but like you shouldn't it's not, this is these are dead mediums. Uh, it's not, not useful information. The the people recording their daughters going, ha, they don't know how to use a CD. Put an ink ribbon in a typewriter, you dipshit. Yeah, like, no kidding. Like, this is how this thing works. Or it's like, okay, w uh, navigate Snapchat. You don't know how to do it. Yeah. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> you think you're all high and mighty because you know how to use a fucking cassette? Yeah, because yeah, right. you figured it because your kid taught you how to film something on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't figure that out on your own. I film. They I probably hate, helped you post yeah, this. I would say, I filmed this of you. How do I post yeah, it? What, uh, make it popular. <laughs> how, uh, can we add a viral to that? How do you... Uh, we want this video to go viral. I'm thinking about making probably about five viral videos. Yeah. Can, make sure uh, we get on Colbert first. Uh, that'll be our, our oh, first Lord. appearance after this gets posted. Now, how do I make people see this? <laughs> awesome. Is the president going to see it? Is your grandma going to see it? <laughs> it the, but in that order. Make sure right. the president yeah. sees it and then your grandma sees it. Um, and But there are like... You know, thinking back about old technologies, like you mentioned cassettes, and for some reason it made me think about this, like, there were a lot of little, like, stupid tricks and hacks you needed to know with some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, VHS tapes and cassettes shared that little notch at the back for, like, record protection, so oh, you yeah. wouldn't re record over it. But it's like, you could, if you had, like, a piece of tape, you could put it over, yeah. that way you could be mm -hmm. able to record on it again. Which is like, I can't remember the last time I had to do that. I was probably, like, it was probably 30 years ago the last time I had to do something like that. Uh, it's just, it, it, and ev by default, every movie you bought had the little notch out yeah. so that you wouldn't automatically record over it. But then sometimes you'd be like, no, nah, this movie sucks. It's Did, worth more as a blank tape for me. Didn't the Dead Kennedys have a blank side to one of their cassettes? I think so, yeah. yeah. So it was yeah. just like st like steal other people's music. Like mm -hmm. this side intentionally yeah, left blank. Kill the recording industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that sounds right, right? Yeah, huh. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. I, I remember doing that when I was a kid, like making mixtapes off the radio for songs that I liked. People our age got to be so fucking careful not to be such dipshits about that stuff. Yeah. I remember when we worked at the tech support company, mm -hmm. I took a call early on. I was probably just just about just about hitting level two. I took a call from a guy who was probably in his seventies or eighties. He was an older gentleman, and he was having trouble typing in his password. And I helped him do it. And he was just a really nice guy. And I, I, this is one of those memories that imprints on you for the rest of your life. And the guy was talking to me about it. And he was like, you know, it probably seems pretty silly to you that I'm having trouble with something so simple as a password error. And I, uh, and I have to agree with you, but I want to give you a cautionary. I want to give you a bit of warning, son. And I was like, okay. He's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 23. And he's like, all right. I was in 1965 one of the 50 smartest people in America on computers. I helped design the punch card system. I knew computers backwards and forwards. I was on the bleeding edge of technology. And here I am just 50 years later, 40 years later, and I can't type in a password mm -hmm. because I didn't understand the caps lock key. Wow. Be careful. This is your future. He was like, just don't ever lose sight of that. You're so smart right now. You understand this technology. There will be a point in your life when technology passes you by and you're in the same boat as I am. And I just want to thank you for treating me with respect and being uh, gentle with me and kind with me because a lot of kids your age aren't. And you're, you guys are all in for this Sunday. Everybody thinks that you know, like they're on top of the ball, but at some point it's going to flip and you're going to be me. And I yep. just hope that the people that you have to talk to are as nice to you mm -hmm. as you were to me, mm -hmm. which I thought was a really sweet call from the guy. But I still think about that all the time. Yeah. And I, and I can feel it happening. 
I've been feeling it happen for about 10 years. But yeah. yeah. At first, it's a joke. At first, it's like, haha, it, that's it, funny, it, or that's it, it stupid. Accelerates. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's just happening more and yeah. more and more. And more, yeah. And it, gets, it gets away from you very quickly. That's crazy. But the march of time, right? Yeah. Mar- it, time marches on. It, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, it's what you just said about, like, I don't know, I navigate Snapchat, you dipshit. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah. Man, this is a busy street. There's, there was like a van parked out there. There was a U, UPS being delivered. There's a, there's a semi out there now. A lot I mean, of antiques got to be unloaded. This is not a very big street. It's like no one lane in each direction yeah. and a turn lane in the middle. And it's kind of curvy. But don't worry. When you try to park and you can't park there, you have to back out into where you can't see. So that way you can park in another spot where you're not allowed to park. So you can back out where you can't see. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's great. It's so dangerous. just park around the corner. Park. And there's a used appliance store. You can pick up a yes, washing machine. I almost here. bought a washing machine there. Did you? Yeah. yeah but I went like, uh think my wife's gonna go not gonna feel good about me buying a used washing machine you can so what i used to do when i was younger and i, I wanted you know i had to buy a washing machine is i would go to like maybe not a used washing machine place but like a place that sold dinged up washing machines there used to be a place over here on lamar where it was like they sold new washing machines that nobody wanted it's like oh in shipment this one got a yeah. huge dent in the side so now it's like half price like it's a perfectly fine washing machine i get why nobody wants to pay the full price for it it's like i'll pay half price for a dented yeah. washing machine does the same thing yeah. i grew up across the street from this is, only, this is a san diego thing i think there were two or three locations it's a store called gtm and it had you waving at people? Someone waved at me. Yeah. Uh, it just had stuff that, f- essentially, stuff that, like, oh, this Captain Crunch box got beat up. And then it's just a store full of yeah. the stuff they couldn't sell yeah, yeah. at Kroger or Vons or whatever. And uh, growing up across the street from that, we go all the time. And that's where we got a bunch of food. And they had that stuff. They had Xbox 360 controllers. I don't know why. For, like, the brand Xbox 360 actual controllers for like 15 bucks. Wow, shit. And it was like crazy. I met the guy who started it and I'm like, man, I grew up here and I never knew GTM. I don't know what it stands for. He's like, oh, it doesn't stand for anything. It's just letters that we were like, nice. oh, this is what it is. But he's like, but I'll let you know. I always say, get the money. And I went, <laughs> this is my kind of place. <laughs> those, those places are so few and far between now. Yeah. Oh, really? They, they, were, they were so infrequent. I think in like the 90s and like early 2000s, there aren't a lot of like those, this thing fell off the truck kind of places anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a- why. Around the corner from here on Lamar, it's like a couch place now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that used to be a big warehouse. That's where I bought like my dented washing machine. Like that, it was just a giant warehouse. I was like, these are all brand new washing machines. They're all a little fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Dude, you can get one here. Emily's parents have had the same washer and dryer her entire life. Oh really? My God. Yeah. It's got, it's going on like 40 years old. They're just old, ugly metal like washer and dryer that just I think the roll pull or whatever. But there, there's no circuit board on them, and yeah. so they just work. Mm-hmm. And anytime it breaks, they can be repaired. It's a very and, mechanical thing. Yeah, it's just and her mom swears by them, and they fucking they've had them. I, I saw them hump them from Oregon to Michigan. They're still going strong. Jeez. Yeah, buy it for life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. I was yeah. gonna say get some new ones, but why? If it still works, yeah. who cares? I have ones that I bought four years ago that suck shit. Yeah, mine that I've already had to have repaired once. Yeah. And it, that's the way. It's not built to last. Samsung. Yeah. There, there. there <laughs> sometimes there are nice things about it. Like, I will say, um, the washing machine I have now uh, connects to my Wi-Fi. So, mm. it, like, when it's done, it lets me know. Like, I get, a, I get an alert on my phone. Like, hey, your washing machine's done. So, if you don't hear it, like, oh, it's time mine. To go. Uh, mine goes ding dong, and I go, oh, I can hear it. It's done. We it have noise. Uh, ours plays a little song, and we call it the washing machine song. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you know it's yeah. done. Uh, Weird. I what a weird podcast. Uh, hey, we should. Uh, I actually want to give an update on something, and then we should talk about this. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
Pause for dramatic effect? Yeah. You can't see the stuff he's doing with his hands. All gimmicks is closed. What? What? So, at the end of October, all gimmicks closed down because they're finding a brick and mortar so- oh. shop oh. to open up a new area. You scared me. You son lead, of a bitch. Lead, lead with they're moving. So are they no. are they November fools? Cuz <sighs> cuz all gimmicks just operates outside of their brewery. Is the brewery still around? Yeah, uh, cider whatever. Yeah. So uh I think that place is still there. I assume they just want to expand and reclaim that and, space and, yeah. and I and, and I so think that's what it is. So and so all yeah. gimmicks is finding they on their Instagram they said Hey, October 29th is our last day. I wish we would have gone. Yeah. I didn't know about it until after. Yeah. But um, it's our last day, and we're hopefully it'll be a quick move as we move into a brick-and-mortar store. When they do that, we should go. Do oh, my God, absolutely. I don't. It doesn't say. I don't have any information, so okay. they're keeping it pretty close to the vest, so we'll just have to see. Oh, speaking of, there's another coffee shop. Emily's friend owns Figure 8 Coffee. Yeah. The place over Really? Her. Yeah, and uh, she just opened up a new location over on Airport by the Grand, and they just had their grand opening. I went to their grand opening, oh. actually. Grand, uh, grand opening? The grand, grand opening. Uh, the grand was already open. The grand was oh. already open. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, we should go to the new figure eight okay. over there at some point. It's we, so close to here. Yeah, yeah. So run uh, like airport in thirty five. Yeah, basically. we'll have to record at the office because unless we're going to sit nothing in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, Again, I used there's to, nothing to record. I used to there. live like right behind the grand, mm. which was cool. Yeah. But boy, there ain't fucking nothing there. Weren't you trapped in your house once because there was a Dude. swarm of bees? Going oh down yeah. The street? yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like, don't come out. Do not come out. And then the, the bees have taken yeah, over. The bees, the bees were flying everywhere, and then the parrots landed in my front yard. And Bernie said, "Oh, that's good luck." And I went, "That's made up. <laughs> this is stupid." The only other thing over there, it's the Grand. There's a Toy Joy over there, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Omletry, which has got to be the most overrated restaurant in Austin. Soup, soup Peddler's there. Soup Peddler, yeah. There used to be a, used to be a Today's Style there. I don't so, know if this was. yeah, I think so. So fucking bummed. Go living there, going to the omelette and going sucks. This sucks. Sucks. Because that would have been the spot every day to go yeah. over and get a cup of coffee and a waffle or whatever and you just go this sucks. This is the most canned ass tomatoes yeah. that I've had in my entire how, life. Yeah. How the fuck? How? How? And it's a, one of those beloved places like they moved and it was a big deal. Yeah. They used to be over on Burnett or Lamar. Oh, I think it was Burnett. It and sucks. it was a big deal when they moved to that spot and everything. And I, I ate it both, and I just, wow. ugh, I never got it. I never understood why so people lame. loved it so much. Where, so they were over kind of by where that top drawer place is across the street, I think. Which moved? Oh, top drawer moved. That's right. And I think Austin's Diner used to be where Voodoo Donut is now, which used to be Lucy's Fried Chicken. And then Austin's e- Diner moved down. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like over by um, that CBS uh, and the Chew Sando place. It's over where awesome. that H Mart is going to be, right? Yeah. 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 That seems small for an H Mart, doesn't it? It seems really small. It's small like, parking lot for an H Mart. It was a Savers before. Yeah. Uh, and so it's yeah decent size, but for an H Mart, it seems like it's yeah. like really tiny. But I go to that Austin Diner all the time. I really like Austin Diner right yeah, there next I do to too. Chew. Chew. Chew's yeah. so good. If Chew's, you been there, Chew's really cool. Check it out. I went there. We went with uh, Blaine, and, Blaine and his girlfriend. We went to uh, Austin Diner, and then as we were leaving, there was no one in like Chew, and I'm like Blaine. Do you know about this place? And he went, no. I'm like, Gus likes it. And he went, oh, I got to get something. <laughs> the other day I went, my wife and I went, and uh, we're like, let's just pick up something early. Like, let's go when they first open. Yeah. That we'll just get it because it doesn't need to be hot necessarily. Mm-mm. We showed up like right when they opened, like at 10 or whatever. Uh, there was a line. No way. Going down the shopping center. Wow. We waited in line maybe half an hour or so. Wow. Like all told before we got our food and we were able to leave. That's it crazy. was fuck. I don't know if someone posted something online or like people are like onto that place now. It is busy it's fucking hopping wow so order ahead Hmm. 
it's crazy how, and this is going to date this, but this is this isn't coming out for like a couple of weeks. Uh, when you have influencers who are big in like a food space or yeah. whatever, and they give a stamp of approval to like a really small place, and all of a sudden it blows up. It's happening in Atlanta. There's this guy. Uh, oh my god, Keith Lee. it's a big thing. Have right? you seen that? Yeah. yeah, Keith Lee, and he went to go eat at like these brunch spots in Atlanta, and like they wouldn't like seat him and his like his family and all this stuff. But it was like they were trying to give him preferential treatment and he's like I'm just a regular guy there are people waiting for like an hour and a half to come eat yeah, here the service yeah. is fucking terrible all this stuff and he's just like it's not like he's fucking railing against them it's just a lot of people holding him up and going yeah. like everything he's saying I'm glad people know about what's happening in Atlanta but he seems like a really cool guy also he's like an MMA fighter <laughs> so like really fucking crazy but um when he gives like a place like a stamp of approval, all of a sudden it's people going like, "We had this restaurant for like nine months, and we're, like we were really struggling." He came, he ate here, and he just said, "Hey, I like this place. Come if you live in like the area." And it's a line out Dude, the door and around yeah. the corner, and it's like the nicest thing. It's so cool. That's awesome. Just That's spreading that because I don't think people have the awareness of like what's going on like in their area, in yeah. their town, just in like a word of mouth. So when someone like that does something, it like really kind of pops it off, and it's very cool. Franklin Barbecue when it opened up, it was a trailer kind of in an area of town that I was that was kind of close to where I lived so I could I could go there fairly easily and I ate there I don't know a, a dozen times mm -hmm. in the first like eight months they were open and it was always empty yeah. he was always just standing just you could right talk up. to Aaron yeah. forever because he was lonely and bored and then Anthony Bourdain ate there yeah. and it was like somebody flipped a switch and instantly there was a line down the block and you could never eat yeah. there again. And it was really just like that one moment and it everything changed. Yeah, I uh, I used to go there all the time too. And like, I remember one time, like I wore a dismemberment plan shirt. I was like getting some food mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, you know, dismemberment plan, uh, did you see them? Like we'd start talking about times we'd yeah. seen them in Austin, like shows we'd been to because there was no line. Like there was yeah. nobody there. It's like, <laughs> we just shot the shit for like 15 minutes about the dismemberment plan. He's like, all right, let me get your food, you know, yeah. puts together. And they're like, all right, I'm going to take this and go eat. Crazy. Yeah, then now it's like now people like line up at dawn, wait three or yep. four hours to, to get into that yep. place. Fucking wild. Um we should talk about double trouble. Well, what do you guys think of double trouble as a as a spot and the coffee and everything? <laughs> this place rolls. I love it. This coffee's so good. It I is. love it. I've been here, like Paris. I said, yeah. I've been here four times in the last two weeks now. I I've written some of the porno here. Uh <sighs> that's for another show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh we're so, we're so close to the studio, man. I feel like I should yep. just Come work out of here. You'll see me. I, I I sit in the window facing the facing the street. They got Wi-Fi. Yeah, they got Wi-Fi. I okay, take my meetings here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, seriously. Yeah. I I yeah, I've, I've been working joking. here and a, and and at Bartlett's lately. These are the two spots. You got a coffee. You got coffee and a taco. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, like I mentioned last episode, daylight savings just happened. So I'm a little little hungry, a little early. Uh -huh. I decided to try a, a vegan taco. It's like a tempeh bacon a tofu scramble. Uh, taco and I, I make tofu scramble myself sometimes. This is not how I make it typically, but this is still this is really good. Hmm. Uh, it was excellent uh, vegan taco, and I got a hot americano. That that the taco we're not here to talk about. That. Right, the taco's just there. So, we're talk about the coffee. should we mention the 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 food controversy for this place? Do you, are you familiar with oh, it? Oh, I forgot about that. So yeah. it's a vegan it's a vegan place was was a vegan place, and when it opened up, they had a partnership with I guess the vegan nom yeah. was running the local kitchen. vegan taco place. Yeah, and I guess they decided they wanted to also serve eggs in the morning, but prepare them on a different grill and stuff. And the vegan nom was like, "That is not what we're about." And yeah. so they pulled out, and they, they had like this Instagram 
like argument between the two establishments. I and I guess I guess now their vegan stuff is run by Zucchini Kill, which, which we mentioned right down, the street. right down the street, which we mentioned in the last yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, so it's still largely vegan. I think they just have some eggs yeah, in I, their breakfast tacos, and w- that's it. What it looked like to me, I, I didn't, I forgot, so I didn't pay attention to the menu yeah. very much. It looked like. Uh, the menu was split down in half. The left side was all the vegan stuff, and the right side mm. had like had egg. Uh, yeah, they had a lot of vegan stuff. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of vegan talk. I, I mean, just picked I, the first one on the list. I think they're pretty way more vegan than egg in this place. Seems that's like that's yeah, what yeah. it seems like yeah. for sure. Uh, everyone was really nice, also. Yeah, yeah, really, they're super lovely, friendly, very yeah, cool. Lovely. This place really rules. Uh, we came right at like what ten, yeah, and huh? it was like not crowded inside. Few people working inside. Few people in like the back. We found a quiet spot in the back, uh, just middle of the day or whatever, and. It's it's really nice. What do you uh, what do you think? What do you rate the coffee? This coffee's like, man, I don't know, a nine, nine point five somewhere. It's 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 so good. I'm gonna give it's, I guess Barrett's coffee, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna give it like a nine point two. Yeah, I've loved every this is every cup of coffee I've had here. Yeah, I was a ten. This is yeah, it's, the, it's the, so good. The beans are out, like as we leave, they have Barrett's coffee here, and now I can just grab some on the way out, and I don't have to drive down to Barrett's and fight for parking since yeah. we already parked here. So. Yeah, I do love Barrett's isn't far from here. It's, no. It's great to go there, but the parking is tough. headache. It's, it's, we, I mean, we mentioned the parking's yeah. tough here, too, but we're already parked. We yeah. had a little grouse fest in the car on the way here. I was talking about how I'm considering not going to Barrett's anymore because I'm just sick of trying to park there. Yeah. Yeah. And even here, you can go park in the neighborhood, and it's not a far walk. When I had to park in the neighborhood of Barrett's, it's a bit of a hole yeah. to yeah. get and back there. The neighborhood, I don't know if you know this, neighborhood parking here is really packed. Like Both sides of yep. the street had yeah. tons of cars on it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who walk out here to mm-hmm. this area, yep. yeah. do what we did. It's, it's great. Also, yep. if you have a family, uh, there is a like protected little like kids playground off, kind of tucked away. I say protected, and it's like there's there's yeah. only yeah. one entrance and exit, so your kids can't get lost. Yeah, and it's really cute and adorable yeah. and a, a great little spot. Looks kind of like the play spot. I can't see it very well from here, but it looks kind of like the play spot over at uh, Home Slice. Home Slice. Yes, yeah. very similar. Very yeah, similar. Very cool. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's a uh, never been here. Driven by it a million times. Um, gonna come here more often for yeah. sure. Especially with Barrett's beans, it's check this place great. out if you're yeah. if you're in town. I mean, I mean, especially if you want to see some different part of Austin. This is definitely a different. Part. Also, this is a bit of a time capsule spot if you want to experience like the feeling of what Austin was like in the '96 when yeah. Gus and I were falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. It feels very much still like old Austin. Yeah, yeah. The, the, for sure. There's there's not many spots like this. Like there was a, there was a section of Burnett. That I felt like held on for a long time, and that's really starting to slip away as well. I, I would say here and over yeah. where in in Crestview, where the little deli is, that little yeah. shopping center. Yep. That's yeah. about it. There's yep. really not much left. Um, well, come on down to Double Trouble, but we should get into an anarchy question. You oh, can right. send a question at Anima Podcast, Twitter and on Instagram, r slash Anima Podcast, a subreddit we don't run, but you can leave your questions there also. Uh, just before we get to it, this is the last episode in our run, so the next two will be me and Jeff doing supplemental episodes, uh, shorter pieces and stuff, and then we'll be back with uh, more episodes for our next run and everything. Yeah. Hey, winter is coming. Oh, right? you, we, we work for from? Warner, so yeah. it's we, we have to contractually obligated to say that. Oh no! Yeah, um, this is a question from uh, Brendan Tate on Twitter. Jeff, do you remember riding bikes with Gavin about ten years ago? No. All right. All right. Good, good uh, question. Uh, this, uh, this no. Next, I mean, I, I'm assuming we must have, but no. Okay. Fair. That's the whole question. Yeah. No. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm afraid I don't. There you go, Brendan. Our next, next question one? is from uh, Miri Gold Monkey. Are there any? You really don't remember, huh? <laughs> I I'm I, no. Okay. I mean, I, All right. I, I wish I did. I, if we did ride bikes, nothing of consequence happened. Uh, okay. 
I mean, if you say so, that's fine. Uh, Mary Gold Monkey uh, asking this question on the subreddit. Are there any local urban legends in Austin that you have witnessed firsthand? Austin urban legends. Are there any Austin urban legends? Other than Bernie telling me that the parrots are good luck? <laughs> uh, the, I have witnessed the parrots birth, but, uh, firsthand. They, we do have the... The monk parakeets. The monk parakeets. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the serial killer is an urban legend, but I haven't experienced it yet. Not yet. Uh, Give it time. Rainy Street Killer? Yeah. That's not... The, rain, the Rainy Street Killer is drunk tech bros falling over yeah. the right. edge of a bridge into the water and going, which way's up? That's that's all it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's definitely urban legend. Um, urban legend. I, I mean, don't you, know. You, you would be like... I think the closest you get to urban legend it was back then or in the past would be like running into a, like a public access personality in person. Like mm. it would be like, oh, did you know, you know, well, Alex, the, Alex Jones is here. It's I the girl from Raw Time. I, yeah. I <laughs> Raw <mean>. Time. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I can't, I can't really think of much. I guess, I guess Leslie was kind of a legend when That's, he was around. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. like a real tangible person. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, I mean, uh, he, he, it's not like a werebat or whatever they're looking yeah, for here. But, I feel like you know? that mythos <laughs> and the stories about him have changed over time. I feel like in, in now that he's no longer around, he's he's larger than life. A lot more fondly right. than he, than they experienced yeah. him in person. Right. He was a bit of a prick. I mean, the the no, the closest that we have for something right here is like Marfa lights and everything uh, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's. I mean, that's not Austin, but like that's the closest <sighs> I can think. I just don't know of any that are like you know. Ask Redweb. Uh, I don't. I don't know of any Austin urban legends. Yeah, I don't either. I think maybe like uh, one I can think of. They say that you know that uh, that there's that one of those tall buildings downtown, the Norwood Building. It's like on Congress and Eighth or Ninth. It's like a tall white building. Yeah. Uh, that like there's a like a mansion on top of it. Yes. I don't know if you ever noticed it? That I yes. guess like the guy who built it wanted to build his wife a palace in the sky. Wow. Yeah. So uh, he put like a, a big house on top of what was the tallest building at the time in downtown Austin. There, I don't know if it's true or not. It's like one of those things you hear word of mouth. There are like three single family homes over there, like on Congress that you wouldn't know about. Or like one on six and then like two uh, on Congress. Yeah, yeah. Like one of them has a pool. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, follow up question from the same user uh, You have any squirrel updates in your backyard? So, no, not squirrel updates, but raccoons. Raccoons are the new squirrels. Early is the new late, and raccoons is the new squirrels. So I've got a dog, Oswald, and uh, you know whenever he goes out and he you know takes a dump, I pick it up, the little baggies, and uh, I used to have like a bucket. I would just throw them in in the backyard, and then and when it trash day, I'd empty the bucket into the trash can. Uh -huh. Raccoons started coming around, rooting around in the bucket. I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So I had to get a trash can with a lid, uh -huh. okay. like a little one that you like. I got it from IKEA. It's like a little one. You step on a button, yeah. and it opens yeah. up, and you put the the baggies in there. It stymied the raccoons for about a year. Uh -huh. They've learned to tip it over. The past three or four nights in a row, they've tipped it over and they take the baggies out and they rip them up and they eat whatever they can find in there. So uh, last night, yesterday, I decided to fill the little trash can with cinnamon because raccoons don't yeah. like cinnamon. Uh -huh. They didn't tip it over last night. They had tipped it over like three nights in a row. They didn't tip it over last night. Wow. So I think uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back on top again. Cinnamon. They, they brought a toy for my dog. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, I, to distract it? <laughs> I, I was I was out of town for a while. I told you. I was, Fucking devious yeah. raccoonish shit. I was overseas for, for a week or two. Then when I came back, there was like one of those ball dog toys with like the little spikes on it that they like uh -huh. grab. And it was just like right in the middle of my backyard. I was like, that's weird. Um, the raccoons had brought out my, secu saw my security camera. They brought it and left it there. Uh, we were back for like a day or two. 
And I was like, what the, what the hell is this thing? So I like, kicked it off the grass, put it, you know, onto, yeah. uh, like, off of my property. And they came, they, the raccoons came that night. They brought it back, put it back in the middle of my lawn again. So I kicked it off again, and then they took it away. Like, I don't know where it went. They came back in the middle of the night. I saw my security camera. They took their ball and went home. I don't Dude, know what they're doing. They're, they, they're up insane. to something. You're they're, gonna, they're, there's a raccoon jamboree in my backyard every night. There's like eight of them that come around. Dude, you're going to lay down on your pillow one night in like three months, and yeah. you're going to feel something hard, uh-huh. and you're going to move your pillow, and that ball is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, the pillow's just going to be a raccoon. So, so uh, no, no, no real squirrel updates, but uh, raccoons, man, they are, they're all up in my business lately. What the fuck? That is insane. They want to fight me, I think. Oh they, they, they Sounds like they were trying sometimes. to make peace. Yeah, well, they, they, were, they were trying, and then peace was not an option. Oh. Interesting. Um, Gus chose violence. Yeah, no kidding. Well, get a get a little eight eight episode run, uh, some up and down coffee, but good one to end on. I'm happy we had some down coffee. We had too, way too many ups for a while. Yeah, the coffee was too good. Don't you hate that? <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> well, then it's, it's like I don't, you can't enjoy the good if you don't have some bad to compare, contrast it with. I can enjoy the good. Do you want to go to that coffee shop at Congress in Oldtorf again? Then have a cup of coffee there. No, we had coffee people yesterday. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, but don't forget the supplementals that me and Jeff will be on the next two oh, weeks. And check out store.roosteeth.com. we got two new shirts. That's uh, right. Early is a new late and the uh, Anma Brim logo, or mm-hmm. 70s coffee decaffeinated Decaffeinated logo. Anma. Um, check it the out. with that shirt. Yep. Uh, at Anima Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, where you can see pictures from this and every other episode of the show. Our um, slash Anima Podcast is the sub Reddit as well. If you want to drop an anarchy question, we'll start sourcing those again when we get recording. But uh, Gus, Jeff, any uh, parting words as people won't hear from you for a couple of weeks? Come to Double Trouble. This place rules. You, no parting words from me. You'll hear from me for the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>